With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. Well, all good things must come to an end. And unfortunately, our winning streak came to an end last night. Uh, we go two and two on the card. We hit on the National Football League, but then we go one and two in baseball. And I'll whine about that in a moment, but uh, I lost the juice last night. Uh, National Football League, that win on the over between the Packers and the Lions, that gets us into plus territory for the year now, 12 and 11 on our NFL plays. A little bit shocked that the Lions didn't get any second half points, no backdoor cover, uh, no prevent defense giving up points in that football game. So we eked it out. Uh, luckily, Green Bay scored touchdowns in all of their possessions that they scored on. Didn't kick any field goals because one field goal would have uh, flipped that from an over to an under. Uh, Major League Baseball, though, what an interesting night it was. I'm, I'm watching the screen with eight games at one time. And uh, on the one corner, you have the White Sox and the Tigers, who we played the under in. And that was 3-3 in the bottom of the third. So I'm like checking that off as a loss. Meanwhile, I have the Nationals on another uh, box there. They're up six to three in the top of the fifth, and I'm feeling great. And then you have the Rays and the Jays having that playoff type game. It's a one nothing game in the top of the fifth. I'm feeling wonderful about that one, thinking it could be a one nothing two to one type game. Fast forward two hours, the game that I thought I was going to lose, we ended up winning. There was only one run in the final six innings. We get the four three under between the Tigers and the White Sox. Meanwhile, the Nationals then elect to blow a 6-3 lead after they blew a 3-0 lead, blow a 7-6 lead, don't field an easy ground ball in the ninth that could have won it, and then, of course, in the 10th, they have a base-running blunder that cost them two runs. Wow, their manager gets thrown out, and they lose the game. That one was a joke. Then, Rays and Jays, ball start flying out of the ballpark, bottom of the eighth, the Rays give us the push. I'm like, okay, we'll still walk away with the push and have a winning night, but then... In the ninth, the Rays decide to give up a couple of runs to the Jays, thanks to walking people. And yes, we lose that ticket. So the one game I thought we were going to lose, we ended up winning. And the two I thought we were going to win, we ended up losing. And that's gambling right there. Uh, lost the juice last night, but we're moving on. I got it out of my system now. I complained enough. Hey, we're going to release our early release college football plays today. We have six of them. Year-to-date early release college football plays, 12, 8, and 2. And let's see how we do this week. Uh, opening play, unfortunately, is a system play. So this is a system play. And the system, once again, is an unranked home favorite against a ranked opponent. And that play is Oklahoma State minus six over Kansas State. The line open at nine. It's now down to six. Uh, but Oklahoma State minus the six over Kansas State is the play. I personally hate the play. I have a man crush on Coach Kleiman at Kansas State. I think he's one of the best coaches in the game. Feel terrible going against him, but I'll be honest, I need the money, so I'm going to follow the system and play the Cowboys of Oklahoma State. Uh, next up on the card, Liberty, Hugh Freeze, on the road at Dino Babers in Syracuse. This line open at seven. It's now at six, and we're going to play Liberty. Liberty is 3-0 straight up and against the spread. They had that road win at Troy, 21-13. 
beat Old Dominion 45-17 and Campbell 20 or 48 to 7. Some of those comparable games maybe don't look as good now, looking at how those teams played in other games, but still Liberty's got a solid resume. Meanwhile, Syracuse, two and one straight up and against the spread. Their only loss was uh, 17 to seven at home to Rutgers. They won at Ohio 29 to nine and beat the great Danes of Albany 62 to 24. Last year when these two teams met, Liberty was a three-point favorite at Syracuse and won the game 38 to 21. So yes, you have the Syracuse revenge angle, but I also look at this and say Liberty has 20 starters back from last season with a team that beat this team by 17. I don't think Syracuse has taken that big of a step to improve against Liberty, so I'm very comfortable laying less than a touchdown at Syracuse in this one. So go Flames, minus six over the Cues. Next up, we're going to play a dog. We rarely play a dog in our early release plays, but we have one this week. San Jose State is now getting a field goal at Western Michigan. This game open as a pick -em. It's now at three. Maybe you can hold out for three and a half and get more than a field goal, but we're going to grab it at three since that's such a key number to begin with. Uh, the Spartans are two and one straight up, one and two against the spread. They beat Southern Utah 45-14. Got pounded by USC 30-7, to but that was the good USC that week. And then they had a hard-fought victory at Hawaii last week, 17-13. Yes, as I go through there, you worry about some of the travel. Going to Hawaii and now coming back to Michigan, but we'll see. Uh, the Broncos, meanwhile, in Western Michigan, they're two and one straight up and against the spread. Lost 47-14 at Michigan, beat Illinois 28-0, and then had the big emotional win last week as a 14 and a half point dog winning 44 to 14, or excuse me, 44 to 41 at Pittsburgh last week. So I'm thinking let down for the Broncos, and that's why this situation sets up well for San Jose State. Plus, San Jose State, don't forget, they won the Mountain West last year. They beat Boise 34-20 in the title game, and they have 19 starters returning from that team. I expect a little bit of a breakout game here. Spartans are the better team. They're getting points. I think they win it outright, and they cover easily. Uh, game four on the early release plays. It's Louisiana Lafayette. The Raging Cajuns and Billy Napier. I love this team, and they're laying 13 and a half at Georgia Southern. Line open at 10. It's now at 13 and a half. You'll likely need to grab it now. I think it's going to 14, probably 14 and a half. Uh, the Cajuns are two and one straight up, one and two against the spread. Uh, they had the disappointing opener as an eight-point dog getting beat by Texas 38 to 18. Then they eked out that victory over Nickel State 27-24, but it wasn't as close as the score indicated. Nickel State scored two touchdowns late. That was more of a one-sided game. And then they beat Ohio last week. 49 to 14. Meanwhile, the Eagles of Georgia Southern are one and two straight up and 0 and three against the spread. There is nothing, I repeat, nothing impressive about their resume so far. They beat Gardner Webb 30 to 25. They lost to Florida Atlantic 38 to six on the road. And then they lost last week at Arkansas 45 10 as a 23 point dog. I love Louisiana Lafayette. I love Coach Napier. You know he loves to score. He'll run it up. He doesn't like to get back door. I really feel good about the Raging Cajuns laying 13 and a half at Georgia Southern this week. So that is play number four on the early release card. Next up, we're going with Tulsa. Tulsa, uh, minus 13 and a half against Arkansas State. 
Line open at 14. It's now faded down to 13 and a half. So I'm going to grab it before it bounces back up to 14. So we're under that two touchdown number. Uh, Tulsa, 0-3 straight up. Might be the best 0-3 football team in college football, by the way. Uh, 2-1 against the spread. Last week, I thought they had Ohio State on the rope. Certainly, uh, they lost 41-20. to The week before, they definitely had Oklahoma State on the ropes. Uh, that was a 28-23 to loss. And then, of course, in their opener, they were stunned by UC Davis uh, losing 19-17. to uh, Meanwhile, Arkansas State is under first-year head coach Butch Jones. Uh, they're one and two straight up, two and one against the number. They beat Central Arkansas 40 to 21, had the shootout against Memphis, losing it 55 to 50. And then unfortunately for them, they were the team that had to go to an angry Washington team last week, and the Huskies crushed them 52 to three. Um, so yes, I think Tulsa is going to get the 13 and a half point cover against Arkansas State, and we're going to grab that in game number five. And our final game on the early release card, it is Iowa State minus seven at Baylor, line open at seven. It's still at seven. Some sites and books have it at seven and a half, but we still have it at seven. Uh, if you can get it at seven right now, get it, because I do think it'll go to seven and a half or eight by the end of the week uh, before kickoff anyway. Cyclones, two and one straight up, one and two against the spread. Uh, beat Northern Iowa 16 to 10, lost the Cyhawk Trophy game in the Battle of the State of Iowa 27 to 17. And then when you need to get healthy, we all go to Vegas, right? Uh, yes, and that's what Iowa State did last week. They got healthy in Vegas, beating UNLV 48-3. to Meanwhile, Baylor, 3-0 straight up, very impressive start. 2-1 against the spread. We know that because we lost uh, against them last week. Uh, we played Kansas, and they beat Kansas 45-7. to They also beat Texas State 29-20 and beat Texas Southern 66-7. It's time for Matt Campbell to get it done. No messing around this week. I like the Cyclones to delay the seven at Baylor and win by two-plus touchdowns. So that's your six-pack of early release college football plays. Once again, we're 12-8-2 year-to-date on those games. Recap of the six. It is Oklahoma State minus six over Kansas State. Liberty minus six over Syracuse. San Jose State plus three against Western Michigan. Louisiana Lafayette minus 13.5 against Georgia Southern. Tulsa, minus 13 and a half against Arkansas State, and Iowa State, minus seven against Baylor. Uh, we will have our full college football card dropping on either Thursday or Friday. Uh, we have another six, seven plays we think we'll be releasing. Year-to-date college football, we are 32, 24, and two, hitting at a 57% clip. Uh, National Football League, we'll let you know right now, two system plays. You can lock it in. They're both going to be painful. System plays of the National Football League once again will be underdog straight up winners favored on the road the following week. So your two underdog straight up winners that are favored on the road this week, it's Carolina and Baltimore. If I was betting on Carolina and Baltimore, I'd be thrilled because I like both of those teams. But unfortunately, the system says we have to play the underdog in those games, which means we're going to play the Houston Texans plus seven and a half against Carolina and we're going to play the Detroit Lions plus nine and a half against Baltimore. Lock them in. You're kind of on the system plays. You plug your nose and you get through it. That's all I'm going to say about those. Uh, they're not going to be pretty. We're going to be betting on some bad football teams, but they do cash at a very good clip. And we like money. So we're going to play Houston and Detroit in the National Football League. But let's get to today's card. We have action in play today. And we have a five pack on Major League Baseball. Uh, early game, uh, they moved it up because of the weather. Detroit and Chicago, the White Sox, 
We're going to play the over nine and a half. And the major angle here is Dallas Keuchel is pitching for the White Sox. Last five starts, listen to these numbers. Five innings, six runs. One inning, six runs. Three innings, six runs. Five and two-thirds innings, five runs. His last start was good, six innings, two runs, but he still allowed 11 base runners and danced out of trouble. So Keuchel has struggled. He tends to pitch in overs. Meanwhile, Alexander's going for Detroit. He's got a 4.13 ERA year to date. We know the White Sox have a good lineup. Throw all that together, I think today it goes over the total nine and a half. Unless the wind starts blowing in there, I think it's going to go over the nine and a half between the White Sox and the Tigers. Uh, next up, we're going to go to Boston. Uh, it is a 1986 memory lane, right? World Series, Mets and the Red Sox. Uh, we got Stroman pitching for the Mets, five quality starts over his last six, 2.88 ERA year to date. Meanwhile, Rodriguez is going for the Sox. He went six innings, gave up two runs against Seattle in his last. Inconsistent. He had one good, one bad start against Tampa, so he's all over the board. But um, the Red Sox are in the playoff chase, of course, and I think they, they have to use playoff-type bullpen usage in this game. And uh, with Stroman pitching for the Mets, I think this game is going to go under the total. So we're going to play Mets and Red Sox under the 9.5 today. Next up, we go to Wrigley Field. Twins and the Cubs. Not sure why this number is only at 8. Uh, Griffin Jacks is pitching for the Twins. He's got a 6.46 ERA in his three September starts for the Twins. Alec Mills has a 5.51 ERA in his three September starts for the Cubs. This one almost looks too easy for me. Um, a little scared, but I'm going to play the Twins and the Cubs over the eight and what I think is the softest line on the board today. Uh, next up, we're going to go to Colorado. Uh, Dodgers and the Rockies. Uh, Urias pitching for the Dodgers. He's 18-3 and three year to date, 2.99 ERA. The last time he gave up three or more runs in a start, it was all the way back on July the 16th. Unfortunately, it was at Colorado where he gave it up. But uh, his other start this year at Colorado, he went seven innings and one run. So I'm not overly concerned about him not being able to pitch in the thin air there. Uh, meanwhile, the starter today for the Rockies, seven quality starts in a row. The last time he struggled was all the way back on August the 5th, giving up four runs to the Cubs. Yes, it's Colorado air, but these two pitchers should put us in a good position for the under, and the Rockies are playing really good baseball. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10, and year-to-date, they're 47-27 and 27 at home. I'd almost put a side play on the Rockies. I'm not going to do it because I think the under is the, the real play here, but Dodgers and Rockies today under 11. And then in our upset special, we're going to Seattle uh, on the plus side against the Oakland A's. Uh, we're going to get a plus 115. Uh, the A's are two games out of the wild card. The Mariners are three. Uh, but Gonzalez is pitching for the Mariners. He's 5-0 with a 2.37 ERA and a 0.89 whip since August for the Mariners. Meanwhile, Blackburn has lasted less than four innings in four of, or excuse me, he's lasted less than four innings in two of his last three starts for the A's. So the pitching edge for the Mariners, I like the Mariners' bats a little bit better. So we'll take Seattle on the plus side today against Oakland. So that's your five-pack for baseball. So let's recap it real quick. Early game, White Sox and the Tigers over the nine and a half. Then we have the Mets and the Red Sox under the nine and a half. Twins and the Cubs in the gift over eight. Dodgers and the Rockies under 11. And then Seattle on the money line over Oakland. As always, what do we say at the end? We want you to have bankroll management. We don't want you to chase money. We always want you to have fun betting on the wagers. And then 
Let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.